It's time for another episode of the Cultural Hall. This is a very special episode dedicated to the worldwide fast. In the Saturday evening session of General Conference of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, President Russell M. Nelson, prophet of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, gave the following invitation. I invite all, including those not of our faith, to fast and to pray on Good Friday, April 10th, that the present pandemic may be controlled, that caregivers may be protected, that the economy may be strengthened, and that life would be normalized. From that simple invitation, one missionary was inspired to start a Facebook group, and stories began to roll in from around the world. This episode shares the story of the creation of that Facebook group and the inspirational stories that have been shared within that group. My husband was deployed Sunday with the Navy along with hundreds of his medical military brothers and sisters to New York City to help relieve the pressure off the hospitals and healthcare workers there. After talking with him and hearing how truly dire the situation is there, I started to give in to the fear and panic of the what-ifs. Then I came across this group and started reading some of the posts, and especially the comments, and you are all giving me strength and hope that so many of all walks of life are willing to come together on Friday to fast and pray for relief is truly inspiring. You are giving me hope that all will be okay. I believe in miracles, and if nothing else, this group right here is a miracle in and of itself. The adversary wants us to be negative and have fear and despair when trials hit, and the opposite is happening here, and it's a beautiful thing. I will be fasting and praying with all my heart this Friday for relief from this virus, protection for my husband and all the workers on the front lines, for the economy to be strengthened and for some sort of normalcy again. Though I hope none of us will go back to normal, I hope we will all be changed for the better and that we will never forget the good and beautiful things that have come from this unique time in our lives. That's just one of the several stories that we'll share in this episode. But before we do that, where did this whole idea come from? Who was it that originally started this worldwide fast group? A missionary just doing what the Spirit directed him to do. Elder Jaden Taylor, originally from Saratoga Springs, Utah, but serving in the California San Diego Mission. That's right. He's a missionary right now. Why are we talking to him? Well, if you are not a part of the Facebook group for the Worldwide Fasting April 10th, you need to be a part of it. And Elder Jaden Taylor, are you the original, the founder of this whole group? Yes, that is correct. So talk to me about uh, what obviously um, guided you to do this group and what you've experienced since you founded it. Uh, yeah. Well, first off, uh, listening to General Conference, uh, the prophet Russell M. Nelson spoke about having a worldwide fast for April 10th. We had a previous one on March 28th that was supposed to be a big fast, and Russell M. Nelson thanked us for participating in that. And he would like us to start a new one to help combat COVID-19. And I had this feeling in my heart that on March 28th, perhaps we didn't quite do our part hmm. to help fast for the worldwide, worldwide fast for combating COVID-19. So I thought, hmm, what could I do to help proclaim Russell and Nelson's invitation? And so I decided to create a group and just invited everyone on my friends list. And yeah, thought it might be good to invite other people to join in a fast. I'm going to venture to guess that when you first started this, you didn't think that it would grow much beyond, you know, your immediate group and maybe some other missionaries and some of that. I don't think that you 
that you saw what it, it would become and continues to become. Yeah, absolutely not. I did not expected this to happen. And for people who don't know, at the recording of this, I mean, the group has 225,000 members. 225,000, not like, you know, 2,500, 225,000. That's that's almost a quarter of a million. I'm sure um, by the time the fast occurs at the rate that it's growing, it, it could be anywhere between, you know, half a million and a million members. That's that's incredible. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about uh, some of the stuff that you have seen from people that have joined the group. Oh, yes. Well, actually, when I first created the group, on Saturday evening around 7 or 8 o'clock. I did not actually check the group until Sunday around 5.30 p.m. And during this time, I thought really nothing of it until I got a call saying, hey, you should see what's being posted on the group. There's actually quite a bit of hate speech going on Mm. and bashing about the church. And I was the only admin at the time and had a lot of people messaging me saying, hey, we can help out and clean it up. And so Brother Shepston from Nevada in the bishopric, he contacted me personally and said, hey, we're happy to help. So as he, I made him an admin, and he was able to add other people to the group to help moderate some of the bad speech that was going on. And what ended up happening is all the comments turned into positive ones. We got rid of the not-so-good ones, and all of them started to be more uplifting. For example, Uh, some people say that, hey, I'm not even a member of your faith, or some say, I'm an atheist, but I'm willing to participate in this fast. And so that's been really cool to see. Yeah, I really appreciate the the rules that have been sort of put in place. Anytime you have a group and anytime you have anything with the church online, there are those that will come and say, you know, any sort of— anger thing or or uh, an attempt to discredit or to put shade on the church, but you have rules like no chastisement, no advertising, no converting. You can answer to, you can offer to answer questions, but you know, it, this isn't a, a way to, you know, it's not a, it's not a deceptive way to try and, you know, trick people into joining the church, etc. cetera. Beha- behave or be gone and everyone is welcome. And another p- thing that I think is really, is really, really great is that you have this line in the rules for the group. It says, you do not get to tell anyone that they don't belong or are not welcome. If you have a problem with someone's post or comment, you can report it to the admins and they will decide what to do. I really appreciate that. It becomes a, a, a great place to accept everyone and really embrace that that feeling of that we all are brothers and sisters and that and that everyone is allowed to be there. So talk to me a little bit more about some of the other things, those positive things that you've seen from this group. Some of the other positive things is we've seen a lot of people asking, like, what is fasting? Because people may be hearing about the idea of fasting for the first time, and people on there are giving their opportunity to share their testimony and talk about what fasting is, as well as share about experiences. Uh, One person talked about from, there was an Australia earthquake, I believe, Mm -hmm. and he talked about how there was a large fast done there to help help with the devastation afterwards. And so he's willing to support this as yet another way to help relieve human suffering. At the head of this, I mentioned that you are serving in the California-San Diego mission, so I'm assuming you are still doing that, and this has sort of become 
your mission call at this point. Is that correct? Uh, yes, that is correct. Did you ever think in a million years that part of your mission call would be to moderate an almost quarter of a million Facebook group? <laughs> I had not the idea at all. <laughs> tell me a little bit about uh, your mission, kind of as we close this out. Tell me, how has it been? How long have you been in San Diego and, and what that experience has been like, especially now that you're in self-quarantine? Uh, yeah. I originally came out on the mission English speaking for the first six months. And then I was immediately switched to Swahili speaking. What? And yes. There, we didn't have any, like, MTC training. We were given a couple grammar books and the Book of Mormon in, our, in the Swahili language. Wow. And we were told to go for it and study. So here in San Diego, California, we primarily work with the African refugees, Okay. Many of them have fled from Congo, Tanzania, Kenya, Uganda because of civil unrest there. And as we've been teaching these people who are who have such pure hearts and are humble followers of God, we are able to bring them to the message of the restoration of Jesus Christ and allow them to have that hope. So that's been really cool throughout the mission. That's pretty remarkable, whether it be the moderating of a Facebook group or <laughs> pivoting from English to Swahili. Uh, Elder Jaden Taylor, the original, the OG admin of the Worldwide Fast group, that fast, of course, coming up on Friday, April 10th. I encourage you to go to sleep on uh, Thursday night and begin your fast, fasting with a prayer with a purpose, and then uh, experiencing the, the benefits, the thoughtfulness that comes as we fast during the day on Good Friday, April 10th. Elder Jaden Taylor from the California San Diego Mission, thank you so much for joining us. This group is amazing. I just checked the number of members, then refreshed the page a few times, and it seems to be gaining a new member every second. This is so inspiring. The world needs positive things like this right now. I have been touched by the acceptance and loving exchanges I have read here today. I grew up in the LDS Church, but always questioned whether God was an invention of man or man was an invention of God. I knew religion gave people a certain glow, but thought it could just be a psychological effect, easily explained by science. Well, two weeks ago, in my hour of despair, that still small voice literally brought me to my knees and wrapped me in God's warm embrace. Hallelujah, there is a God, and He loves us all, no matter our past transgressions. Funny how my faith finds me when the church's doors are closed. One day, my grandchildren will come and be judgmental about someone's look, belief, culture, sexuality, race, religion. Then I will hug them and tell them about the fast that saved their world, and that I and these people were united in fast and prayer. Thank you so much for this wonderful present. means the world to me. Every day this week, I've been trying to connect with God and prepare myself to fast with all of you on Friday. Today, I was lying on my bedroom floor by my open window, just breathing. I put earplugs in to block out the noises of the world and let the sun hit my face and opened a channel with God and told him I was just going to listen. My thoughts quickly turned to this group and many of you whose stories I've read here, and I asked God for a blessing for everyone here and everyone out there. I started to think about how everything we do is either out of fear or love. There's a lot of fear out there right now, but I was moved again by the fact that over 300,000 people, and that's only those who have joined this group, 
of different countries and beliefs and faiths have come together for one loving cause. This right here is the miracle. And I am so happy and blessed to be part of it and witnessing it. There are so many beautiful souls in the world and God loves all of them. I love you all and I am so excited to fast and pray with all of you this week. I'm an aspiring sculptor. I was working on this Relief of Jesus Christ when I got the phone call that my dad had passed away suddenly a few weeks ago. I was heartbroken. I had never felt such emptiness before. It was like a heavy weight pulling me down all day, all night. But then, as I got back to work sculpting, I was so grateful for the timing for the knowledge that my Redeemer knows and feels my sorrow, my loss. He atoned and died for you and me. I know God lives. I know He hears and answers our sincere prayers, especially when we turn to Him in our desperate hour of need. I am so grateful for every single one of you, no matter what faith or background, for coming together to show love and a recognition that we need divine help in this life. You lift my soul. Together we can change the world. We are changing the world. Thank you for all your words and desire to support one another. I wasn't going to say anything, but I have to. I am in such awe from this group. This was a challenge sent out by one faith, but it has brought together the world. I see people pledging to fast that are agnostic, atheist, pagan, Buddhist, Muslim, Christian, and so much more. This is more than any one faith. This is a strengthening of the world. Every post I read gives me hope and strength and, for me personally, testifies of our Father's love. Thank you so much for each and every post, no matter where it comes from. Please, no matter your faith, do not feel like you don't belong. We are all suffering from this pandemic, and your sacrifice is just as good as mine or anyone else's. Remember that if all else fails, your sacrifice has helped at least me, but probably more. Story after story after story is being shared every minute on that Facebook group. And well, as now we start to to get ready to prepare for the fast tomorrow, I just want to take a second and talk about fasting. Maybe it's my own personal interpretation of it, so I hope you'll forgive me. But there have been several people within the Facebook group who have said, you know what, I'm not able to go without food. I'm not able to go without water. I have medical conditions or, or whatever the thing may be. I would propose this. Maybe it doesn't matter. Now, hold on before everyone screams heresy. I just want to say, yeah, if you can fast without food or drink, do that. If you can't go without water because you have to take a pill or there's some sort of other condition, well, then fast from food, but drink water. That's fine. And if for some reason you can't go without food or water, why don't you fast from something else? Maybe you're going to fast from social media. Maybe you fast from media in general. Maybe you just take the opportunity tomorrow to study more, to pray more, to meditate more, whatever those things are, taking the opportunity to turn a thought to God, to turn a thought to those solutions that, that we all are looking for, that we're all fasting for, and that we all come together united. Now, I have one more story that I'd like to share with you. And after that story, uh, we're going to go right into a song. 
as well. So a couple things about that. First of all, the song is called Everything Will Be Alright, and it's by an artist named Peter Breinholt. There's a pretty unique story that goes with this. He recorded it, and you can find a link at theculturalhall.com to the music video, with all of his artists in their various places across the country. They're able to sync up, record those videos, and record the music that you hear at the end of this episode altogether. And secondarily, I think the message that everything will be all right is one we can all definitely hope for, one that we can definitely pray for, and one that we all come tomorrow will be fasting for. Hello, everyone. I want to share our recent experience with fasting due to COVID-19 after India closed its borders and we were unable to return to our home. It has been about four years since I have done a full fast, growing two babies during that time. We were informed India would close all transportation within a day and our flight four days away would be canceled. My husband and I spent the day looking for flights, but as the minutes inched by, the prices soared up. Coming back to the U.S. would have cost $12,000, not to mention we would be flown far from home into New York where cases have been skyrocketing. Well, we didn't eat because we were so worried trying to figure out what to do. We said a heartfelt prayer and opened up the scriptures randomly. This is what we read. Yea, blessed is the name of my God, who has been mindful of this people, that has been lost from its body in a strange land. Yea, I say, blessed be the name of my God, who has been mindful of us, wanderers in a strange land. Now, my brethren, we see that God is mindful of every people, whatsoever land they may be in, Yea, he numbereth his people, and his bowels of mercy are over all the earth. Now this is my joy, and my great thanksgiving. Yea, and I will give thanks unto my God forever. Amen. We were so shocked. (laughs) We were those people, lost from its body. And he basically told us that he was mindful of us in whatsoever land they be in. How cool is that? So we took a breath and just looked at each other and smiled for the first time that day with tears in our eyes. God is actually consoling us? Yes. We both said, let's fast. I mean, what more can we do? India had shut its border for a week. We'll just purchase a flight on the 30th and then wait. We fasted on Sunday. I decided my 18th month old was old enough to not need mommy's milk for a day and his grandparents would be more than happy to keep his belly full of food. I would do a full fast. We spent the day thinking of what God has done in the past for people. For us, we listened to hymns, calming, soothing music. We read scriptures, watched Bible stories, sat outside looking at the skies, and played with our kids. Most of all, we allowed our spirits to fill our bodies with strength and faith. And I felt so peaceful. Well, guys, towards the end of the week, we found out our flight was canceled again. But this time we didn't stress. We just waited. We didn't purchase another flight for after April 14th. We just waited. The next day, we received an email that we were considered a priority group and could catch an evacuation flight out. We immediately accepted. We received a confirmation email and were told who our rescuers were, along with other important details. It was the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. As if that isn't enough, my old mission president messaged me. I served a mission in my youth seven to eight years ago. He is currently employed by the church in the missionary department. And he said, while working on getting current missionaries home, he would have had no idea he was helping get one of his former missionaries out and back home as well. They had no idea we were members of the church, and we got to fly back with many little families from all over the United States. 
the Lord truly blesses us all simply because he loves us. We thought we were alone many times, but he was always there. It's his plan, not ours. He will comfort us and we will see miracles as we trust in him. He knew us. We were counted. Again, we see that God is mindful of every people, whatsoever land they may be in. Yea, he numbereth his people, and his bowels of mercy are over all the earth. If things don't change right away, let us cheerfully do all things that lie in our power, and then may we stand still with the utmost assurance to see the salvation of God and for his arm to be revealed. Love you all. He will hear us as we seek to hear him. And so you're right, you know this could get tight. We better stay here for a while. I'm never seeing you cry. Your wife, your eyes, a single day since we've been gone. But you know it's true that you will sleep real soon. Beneath the blanket full of stars, you'll be all right. I'll be alright, we'll be alright Again, that song is called Everything Will Be Alright 
A special thanks to Peter Breinholt, Mike Ensign, David Tolk, Patrick Campbell, Ryan Tilby, Kevin Davis, Rebecca Fossen Swazel, sorry if I got that wrong, Ashley Madsen Wadaby, Nicole Pinnell, and Denny Fuller for that song. Also, a special thanks to Amanda Garby Smith, Emmy Jones, Katie Olson Hall, Maya Rust, Nichelle Aiden, Samantha Hollister, and Ilsa. Talmar for their stories, and a special thanks to Lindsay Hanson Park, Taylor Proctor, Ashley Stewart, Courtney Gardner Jensen, Jenny Noonan Dye, Laura Bain, and Sister Kaylee Bain, a service missionary for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints, for their readings of those stories. My name is Richie T. If you've loved what you've heard, you can find us online. We have almost 400 episodes of the Cultural Hall. We talk about everything to do and around the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints. Find us on any social media at the Cultural Hall or online at theculturalhall.com. We hope that this episode has nourished and strengthened your body, that if you're not healthy enough to listen this week, that you'll be healthy enough to listen next week, and that when the time comes, you'll be able to travel home in safety. In the meantime, we'll be saving a seat for you on the back row of the Cultural Hall.